everybody, welcome back to the Wayback Chronicles podcast, where we talk about everything from the 1970s to the current years. Uh, this is Steve, and I'm back with my good friends, Nolan Keith. And as we continue with the 1988 tour of fun, we just wrapped up our TVs, but let's stay on the good old silver screen, go to the bigger silver screen, and let's talk a little bit about the movies of 1988. So Steve, what do you got for us? Yeah, so, so while we weren't just overwhelmed by the TV uh, of 1988, I think uh, we're going to enjoy just talking about just how much better just the great movies that came out in 1988. So as we talk about though, um, we were definitely way before streaming television. And so, Mm -hmm. so your main sources to watch a movie during 1988 was go to a movie theater, watch, watch a home movie on your VCR, or you can go to blockbuster, which Mm -hmm. was founded three years prior. And, And in 1985, they had 800 stores total. Uh, and, and in case you forgot, blockbuster actually started in Dallas, Texas, and uh, hey, so, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, know that. yeah. So uh, anyway, you know, I guess there's only one official store left, which we talked about on, the, on our yep. Wayback Chronicles Facebook page. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, just no, not a whole lot of options. So er, the nation in the world was going to movie theaters locally, and Absolutely. and so what we're going to talk about are the top grossing revenue uh, movies for 1988 in the U.S. box office. So. Uh, Keith, you talked about this one in, in the last episode, and, and the number one movie for 1980 was Rain Man. That was the number uh, one movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and it grossed $178.8 million. Uh, it was, you know, about a selfish L.A. yuppie learns as a strange father left a fortune to an autistic savant brother in Ohio that he didn't know existed. He absconds with his brother and sets out across the country, hoping to gain a larger inheritance. And of course, you know, from that movie is one of my favorite quotes of all time. And that is Kmart sucks. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, a uh, great movie. And, and when I was researching about this, I, need, I was like, I need to watch this again soon. Cause mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, yeah. it's such a great movie. And, uh, I saw, great, I saw great Qantas airlines the other day and I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how many times have I said, definitely, definitely, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely Kmart sucks. You know, yeah. um, 10 minutes to Wapner. <laughs> 10 minutes to Wapner. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. 10 minutes to Wapner. Yeah. Yeah. What a great show. Yeah, Holy yeah, cow. it really is. I mean, Dustin Hoffman, he just, you know, transformed himself for that movie and it yeah. was it was really good. Mm. Yeah, it is. So good. Uh number two we talked about in in the uh pop culture episode was uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh gross hundred fifty six point four million dollars and as we talked about was a tune cartoon hating detective uh is a cartoon rabbit's only hope to pr- prove his innocence when he is accused of murder. So uh so I don't know it's if I'll ever watch it again. I sort of want to, yeah. but uh, it was such a unique movie of its time. It, oh, it absolutely was. Yeah, it, it, it really was. It, um, I remember watching a, a, a something on, maybe the only thing I've ever watched on PBS, but it talked about how that movie was made and it was pretty fascinating. Like yeah. how the, um, how they integrated reality with cartoons. And I mean, back in the day, of course, that was like innovative, but now it's like, yeah, 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 whatever. But they've gone way past where they were in 88, thankfully. But yeah, yeah. By the way, we're just going to run through the top 10 and highlight some, some other top ones. But uh, (laughs) um, number three was coming to America. 
Oh, such no. a great movie. Beef jerky time. Yes. Beef yeah, jerky which, time. which is exactly my second favorite quote. Beef jerky time. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> what, what a great movie. It's, you know, it's, you know, probably between this Beverly Hills Coffer, you know, which movie was uh, Eddie Murphy's best. But oh, uh, yeah. man, I uh, you one of my favorite lines is when James Earl Jones goes, you see my son. There's a very fine line between love and nausea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I was always jealous of how he got how he got bathed each morning. (laughs) Oh, I know, right? (laughs) What a great show! Holy, it's a movie, movie, Steve, that never happens in real life. That's right. Yeah, I know. Maybe I mean. The royal this is clean, your highness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out, but it's too good. I'll leave it in. It happened. Uh, the number four. That's, that's, uh, what, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah right. Leave the it in. number four grossing movie at 114.9 million was uh, the movie Big with Tom Hanks. Oh, <laughs> you know, we just introduced that to our daughter this last week. Did you? Great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we're well. running through some old nostalgic. She's got a. a um, like a spreadsheet of old movies that she's watched. So she, she wanted to add that one to her, to her spreadsheet. So we watched that last week. Great, great flick. Great. Yeah, big, yeah. The iconic scene for me is a big piano where they're playing piano. chopsticks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. FAO shorts, right? Yeah. Is that so, Gene Hackman that he was playing with? Who, who was that? He was, uh, it was, um, uh, Robert, Robert Lloyd. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. right. So yeah. cool. So cool. Number five uh, movie grossing 111.9 million was the movie Twins with uh, oh, Danny wow. DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. That was good. You know, a cinematic a thriller. Movie. Yep. And uh, uh, anyway, uh, it was just a fun, feel good movie. And the number six uh, was uh, at 109.3 uh, million gross, and that was Crocodile Dundee 2. Oh. And. Uh, yeah, I don't know about y'all, but you know For, they they nailed Crocodile Dundee too. Not so good. That's that was something that didn't need to happen. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I did not. I don't have good memories of that movie. Which one? All. The second one? Yeah, the yeah. second one. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the premise of his Australian outback expert protects this New York love from gangsters who followed her down under, and uh, so basically, you know, he outsmarted them at every corner, and and. Uh, it was all right. Just all yeah. right. Just an okay movie. Really okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's funny. So this next movie, um, I'm going to ask you, is it an action thriller or is it a Christmas movie? But uh, this one <laughs> grossed at $83 million. It actually far exceeded the expectations uh, 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 before the release, but uh, was number was uh, number seven overall was Die Hard. Oh, and, uh, how did I know you were going to say that? Action yeah. or Christmas? Yeah. So I mean, you know, well, how how do you describe it? Die Hard. It's yeah. a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, 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 it it's really Christmas. not. It is. It, it's a Christmas. It, it's movie. like two percent Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's about it. That's it took place it. in Christmas, and there was a Christmas party in it. But um, yeah, that's about where where the Christmas part ends. But I've got. I know I've got a couple of, of uh, uh, weird factoids or whatever you want to call it about Hans Gruber. Um, so you remember the scene where 
I mean, it's the iconic scene where he like gets dropped off the top of the building. Yo- mm-hmm. the Yokohama. Nakatomi, Nakatomi, Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza, yeah. Nakatomi Plaza. They, it gets dropped off the, if you haven't seen the movie, you may not want to listen to this part of the podcast because we're kind of giving you the ending. But anyway, so Hans Gruber, the bad guy, gets thrown off the building and the the camera shot is of him like falling and the terrified expression on Hans Gruber, which is played by Alan Rickman, the, the, the terrified expression on, on Hans Gruber's face and Die Hard is actually genuine because his stunt team was holding on to him and they dropped him <clears throat> supposed to be at the end of three on a count of three, but they dropped him on one instead of three and he wasn't expecting it. And so his face truly is like genuinely terrified because he did not expect to be dropped. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. But um, also the name Hans Gruber was a, he was a bad guy and of course in Die Hard, but that name Hans Gruber has been used in several other films. I didn't, didn't really, that. yeah, it was in, I have never seen this, but the 85 film Reanimator, um, there was a Dr. Hans Gruber in that movie. And then there was a cor- Corporal Hans Gruber was a character in the television sh- uh, series Combat. Hmm. And then huh. a entirely different Hans Gruber was antagonist in the 1966 film Our Man Flint. So that name Hans Gruber has been used several different times as you go it's that's thought that was kind of interesting i never heard of hans gruber until die hard but apparently it's a it's a known bad bad guy's name to be used um several times actually but yeah yeah and then yeah. a little little factoid on the twins movie see we mentioned i'm kind of re- going back a little, a little bit but um arnold schwarzenegger performed his own stunts in that movie and also um they were not confident Schwarzenegger, DeVito and DeVito were not confident that it was, it was going to be a hit. And then DeVito also wasn't sure that um, he really wanted to be in the movie until he heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be in it. And he wanted to, he wanted to be in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger as one of his bucket list items. So he decided to do it. And he was having lunch with one of the producers to talk about the movie and he said, hey, Schwarzenegger is going to be in it. And he said, okay, I'll do it. And so the producer wrote his contract on the back of a restaurant napkin and DeVito signed it. That was the, that was the contract that he had for that movie. But anyway, kind of interesting, kind That's of cool. uh, interesting. But um, some of the people that were interviewed to be in the movie before, like to play Schwarzenegger and DeVito's character, Hulk Hogan and Christopher Lloyd. Those two oh, wow. were were, wow. were originally who they talked to about being in the movie, but they uh, they ended up with Devito and Schwarzenegger. But it's a pretty good. Uh, that was a great movie. I just imagine movie. that movie with those two, Hogan and Lloyd. Yeah, that would be a disaster. Yeah, come on, let's go find everybody, let's, brother. Let's go, yeah. brother. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> I, th- I think Schwarzenegger Devito is a perfect casting for that. Yeah. Yeah. There was, imagine there, anybody else. There was a couple points in the movie that uh, Schwarzenegger said, I'll be back. The, the coin phrase from uh, uh, Terminator. Um, he says that a couple times actually in the twins movie, if you've ever paid attention to that, but thought that was kind of interesting too, but man, Noel yeah. is a twins aficionado. I know. I just know stuff about this movie, but um, <laughs> anyway, 
kind of cool. So but. I, I remember, and I, I cannot find this anywhere, but I swear I remembered watching a show where they said that there were several cast members on that movie that were twins that were separated from their twins. And they went into the movie in the hopes that they would be able to have their twin recognize them hmm. and try to reunite. Really? And I remember watching a television show about this right after the movie came out. I can't, I'm, I'm scrolling like while you're talking, I'm scouring through Google trying to find anything on it. So I might be completely dreaming this, but I swear I remembered that that was something. So if any of our listeners remember this or can find this, let me know if I'm lying or not. I don't want to make up something. I don't know if this is true or not. No, so so he's been there in the film and hoping that, that they're yeah. yes. missing twin would yes. be possibly a theater or somewhere watching them and say, Hey, that's me. Yeah. Or that's, that's my twin. Yeah. That's my twin. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. so I actually, do you want, you want this to throw out because I actually have the answer to that. Do okay. Want, do it. Okay. Yes, so let's hear it. Let's hear it. So twin, the movie twins was instrumental in reuniting a real life twins with their father. So, ah, okay. That's what it was. Yeah. They, they, the real life twins were reunited with their, with their birth father. So in the scene that was set in downtown Santa Fe, the twins father was spotted starring as an extra. And so the twins that were watching the movie were like, who is that extra? And they looked them up and they, they were, were able to connect with the studio and the studio said, Oh, it was this, this is the name of the extra. This is where he lives, that kind of stuff. And they gave it to him and they were able to connect with them that way. So they made connections through the movie. These twins found their, uh, their birth father through, through the movie. But yeah. Is that what you were thinking of Keith? Or was it? Yes. That's gotta be what it is. Yeah. yeah. I just remember there was some kind of something got, somebody got reunited because of a twin, like, I mean, it connection was like an actual somewhere. issue, a connection. Yeah. So that's yeah. great. Thank you for wow. reminding I knew it was something like that. So awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so as, as we look at the number eight movie, a, a classic uh, from, um, from Leslie Nielsen is, is the oh. naked gun from the files of police squad. Oh, crap, man. What a oh, great movie. Man. <laughs> uh, so, you know, those that don't know about this movie is about an incompetent uh, police detective, Frank Drebin, who uh, foils an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. And uh, <laughs> OJ Simpson's in that movie, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remember that first opening scene. Gosh, he's trying to get over his, his girlfriend. Everywhere I look reminds me of her, just like those. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man, it was, it was so, so many good quotes. Press Presley's in that. In that, uh, yeah, yeah, Priscilla Presley, Priscilla Presley, that's his love interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a neat cast between you know Ricardo Montalban, OJ, and Priscilla Presley, and I mean, that's that's diversity right there. That's no kidding. Quote, quote, right here, Jane. Since I've met you, I've noticed things that I never knew were there before: birds singing, dews glistening on a newly formed leaf, stoplights. <laughs> oh, we can man. make a whole episode on Frank Drebin quotes. I'm oh yeah, you. I mean, yeah, it's funny when he's like digging through the the evidence stuff. Oh man, that guy really was innocent. Frank, he was executed five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he went to electric chair five years ago. <laughs> So I'm, I'm just looking to see if Leslie Nielsen's still around, and, and uh, no, he passed in 2010. I was just 
That explains why we haven't seen them in movies lately. Yeah. It's the same old story. Boy finds girl. Boy loses girl. Girl finds boy. Boy forgets girl. Boy remembers girl. Girl dies in a tragic blimp accident over the Orange Bowl, New Year's Day. <laughs> Good year? No, the worst. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, I swear. Oh, man. Uh, when, Ed, when Ed goes to Frank, we heard about you and Jane. And Frank's all, Jane, Jane. That name will always remind me of her. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, man. Uh, we, I, I, we could spend a whole episode doing those quotes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We, re- we really, really, really good. The Palazzo guy, the uh, opera dude, he's singing the national anthem. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, the number nine grossing uh, film at uh, 78.2 million is, is a movie I've never seen before. Curious y'all have is uh, with Tom Cruise and it was called Cocktail. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. He, he learned to be the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, was a New York City bartender, takes a job at, at a bar in Jamaica and falls in love. Yep. Well, Tom so, Cruise was busy that year between yeah, he was. Rain Man. Yeah. And, yeah. and he uh, looks about the same as he does right now. Yeah. Classic surgery, whatever. Totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> number ten grossing movie. I also have not seen. It was a uh, animated film called Oliver and Company. Hmm. And, I remember uh, the name. Yeah. I do remember the name. I didn't see it. Yeah. Anyway, they just barely beat out uh, who finished out in eleventh spot at which was Beetlejuice. Oh my gosh. That was a great film. Michael Baldwin, Keaton. Gina Davis, Michael Keaton. Oh man, that yeah. is a great movie. I, I understand they're doing a remake or a sequel. They're, Are they're, they? they're, they're they have just greenlighted really? a sweet sequel on Beetlejuice, and I think Michael Keaton's reprising. Wow. Oh wow. Wow. And that's a that's a good movie. That's a good movie. It's it's creative and funny. It's just funny. Yeah. Warner Brothers has officially set a release date for Beetlejuice 2. Uh, a long-awaited sequel to the Tim Burton film starring Michael Keaton. The new movie will arrive in, sep- in theaters on September 6, 2024. So, yeah, a Beetlejuice 2. Mm. Crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Interesting. I, I still think Michael Keaton's the best Batman. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yep. That was good. Yeah. And he's in the latest uh, Flash movie as, as Batman. I don't know if you know that or not, Steve. No. But he's reprising his role as Batman in the Flash movie that's out right now. I don't know much about that other than that, though. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Good to know. So, yeah. I'm going to store that little nugget right there. Mm -hmm. Look forward to it. Bring it up. Yeah, yeah, because Michael Keaton's kind of having a resurgence. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, Number 12, if if I've seen it, um, I probably have. I don't remember. It's called Working Girl. I had uh, Melanie Hmm. Griffith, Harrison Ford, Ford, Green Weaver, Alec Baldwin. So. Great cat. I never saw. I don't think I saw it, but I remember it. Yeah. So it was about a secretary's idea stolen by her boss. She sees an opportunity to steal it back by pretending she has her boss's job. Mm. So interesting yeah, idea. I do remember that. Yeah. Never saw this. Uh, number thirteen was a fish called Wanda. I've um, heard of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Fourteen was Scrooged with um, um, Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Willow's on the list. Beaches. Oh. Rambo three came out in 88. You're just going to um, breeze right by uh, Keith's favorite movie of all time. Beaches. Come on. Oh man. Come on. Wind between my wings and stuff. There's a, there's a poster in this background of beaches, man. Yeah, yeah, you you can see it. I mean, that's, that's how they picked the, uh, the paint scheme in the room. He's in right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't, 
it doesn't surprise me that that Keith loves movie beaches because he's always been a Bette Midler fan. Uh, Midler as fan. long as I've known, when I think of Bette Midler, I think of Keith Abbott. Yeah, <laughs> the two names attached to each other. Yeah. Yep. I mean, tied that at the is, hip. That literally is the first and last time I will ever hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keith secretly watches the view each morning. Keep the flame, keep the flick, the flickering flame going. Oh my goodness, Jeez. that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, uh, Rambo three came out in eighty eight, and you, I don't know, you know, should they have even done three? No, I mean they're up to sixteen now, aren't they? It's crazy. Wow, <laughs> Rambo. So many of them. First Blood was the best, I think, of all of them. They should have stopped with that. I think the next Rambo has. Uh, Sylvester driving one of those rascal scooters around. Classic baseball movie, Bull Durham came out in 88. Great uh, flick. That yeah, is a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Kevin, Kevin, Costner, Costner, Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins. Yeah. That yeah. one. Yep. Did y'all see the Land Before Time movie? I loved that movie. Really? I really did. That was a that's a heck of a great animated movie. Really yeah. is. Yeah. Yep. I don't think I did. You see it, Steve? I I, I don't think I have. Um, yeah. Long necks and the there. There was good stuff. It was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then then start rounding out the top twenty five. Uh, Young Guns at number twenty two. Biloxi Blues, uh, which I remember seeing. Matthew Broderick was in that one. Right? Yep. 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 Uh, number 24 was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which I thought was uh, Michael Caine, yeah, Steve yeah. Martin. Yeah, I thought they were a great combo. And yeah, you know, whenever he tried to put the cork on the end of his fork so he didn't stab himself in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> and, and then, this, uh, you know, this last one reminds me of one of my favorite actors as a kid was John Candy with Great oh, Outdoors. And uh, oh, yeah, you know, he, he, he was a man that. Live large and you know gone too soon, but um, mm. anyway, as we look at you know award shows for movies this year, um, so uh, Rain Man uh, took the uh, best drama for uh, the Golden Globes. Uh, Working Girl, Working Girl took the best musical or comedy. Uh, then the Academy Awards uh, uh, went to the Rain Man. Um, mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood uh, was the uh, got the uh, best director role for the Golden Globes well, for the movie Bird. Which I don't think I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen. Yeah. I haven't heard of it. No. Nope. Then uh, Barry Levinson, who was the the uh, director for Academy Awards, took the. Uh, I mean, for uh, Rayman, took the Academy Award for mm-hmm. Best Director. Best Actor uh, was Dustin Hoffman. No, no surprise there. He cleaned up. Uh, um, Tom Hanks got the Best Actor for a musical or a comedy in the Golden Globes. But uh, mm-hmm. Best Actress was Melanie Griffith uh, for Working Girl, and Jodie Foster had The Accused for the Academy Award. Anyway, just, you know, when you compare movies side by side of TV, definitely movies was, uh, you know, the best highlight of 1988. Uh, mm-hmm. You would definitely say that TV, not so much, but movies was a great year for us. A lot of great memories. and Yeah. And, uh I am going to go watch Rain Man again, and then I'm going to go watch um, uh, Beaches. No, yeah, yes. Beaches. I mean, because after uh, after you watch The View, yeah, no, uh, I will go watch. Um, 
I'll tell you, I'll tell you Leslie, one we, Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, Nick. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you another one I, I'd like to watch again. And we kind of just glossed over it was Young Guns. That was a great flick oh, about yeah. Billy the Kid. Um, yeah. it, we, we got to go. Um, so, so where that all took place was in Lincoln County, uh, which is just down the road from Ruidoso, New Mexico. And so we actually, I think it was about a year ago, we got to go um, and we just kind of walked in the footsteps of when, where all that happened. And I mean, you can still see what was claimed to be a, a bullet hole that Billy the Kid shot. And I mean, it's all still in this, preserved in this museum, this building hmm. where all of this went down. So pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And uh, and so it historic, this was supposed to be a very historically accurate depiction of what happened during that time hmm. uh, with Billy the Kid and all of them. So uh, I really enjoyed that movie a lot. And so, yeah, that one that one is up there with Naked Gun and all those. Another thing that was interesting I thought about this year was, you know, I think coming, you know, probably after this, it, it seems like more and more big names um, are having the the big the big guns coming out, like the Marvel mm-hmm. movie. All these things are the highest grossing. Very, very rarely are you going to see someone trying to hit get a Rain Man type movie yeah. um, to to produce big, big, you know, budget things like, like they were able to do this year. So I, mean, mm-hmm. I just don't think we're going to have a whole lot of these. I mean, you look at it like big, big, that, that's not a franchise. Twins isn't a franchise, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Crocodile Dundee was up. We talked about that kind of flubbed, but Coming mm-hmm. to America had a franchise later, but it was an original concept. Roger Rabbit concept. I mean, so a lot of these top 10 movies, you would probably, and I mean, I know Die Hard and, and those got spinoffs later, but but they were definitely you know it's I think the movie industry is is treading lightly on you know betting big on these these type of you know one off movies and, and I think we're missing out on some really cool yeah, things just looking back at some agree. of these movies. Yeah, hundred percent so. agree. Yeah, I mean it's uh, rarely does a movie come out these days where we get excited and hey we're gonna go to the actual movie theater and watch it. We yeah. want to, but like we want to hear some good things about it first. And this, there's yeah. really nothing standing out. A lot of remakes, a lot of just cookie cutter stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really Great is. Point. So, so yeah, it's, it's kind of neat to see the the freshness that were some of these movies that came out with such an original concept. And they, I like that. It's really cool. Yeah. So, do you guys ever see stuff. Empire of the Sun? This was a, a it received an award um, that same year for like a John Williams won best original score. Um, uh, he won an award that year for that. Did you guys ever see that movie? I did not, but I heard it was really good. That's another movie I probably need to see. So, so good. Steven Spielberg movie. Um, basically kind of the plot of it was that it was, I mean, it was in world war two. Um, this is when, when, uh, uh, Japan, uh, invaded, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Japan invaded China during world war two. Um, the main, main, star of the show is a he's a british like upper class uh schoolboy and he's living in shanghai and then the attack on pearl harbor happens and he gets taken to uh like an internment camp or prison basically prisoner camp prisoner war camp and just kind of talks about you know his life you know how it changed from being affluent and everything to being a prisoner of war in, in japan during the war and i'm a war buff i mean i love the study in world war two, especially has always been, it was just kind of a interesting view and take on the war kind of a, you know, all the other war f- movies and films and stuff you see, you're like, you're seeing the action, like all that stuff, but you don't actually see like, there's a personal story of a prisoner of war. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a um, 
it's a novel, it's a fiction, but just kind of seeing that whole thing kind of gives you a different perspective on World War II. Yeah, but yeah. it's really, really well done. The music in it is fantastic. And uh, John Williams' mu- music. So, I mean, it was it was amazing. But anyway, if you haven't seen it, awesome. if you're listening and you haven't seen that, I definitely recommend that. It's a good movie. I will good definitely call. put that on a list. Good yeah. call, Noel. Good call. So that kind, of, that kind of reminds me of when we talked a couple of episodes ago about the boy in the white or in the striped pajamas yes. about the mm-hmm. German. So this kind of sounds yep. like the <clears throat> Japanese maybe yep. take on on that same idea. So that's really yep. cool. I'm definitely going to look yeah. that up. Very yeah. cool. Very good. Man, awesome. this is a good episode, Steve. We had some naked gun yeah. quotes in there and <clears throat> we, 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 a lot of laughs as usual. Um, it's been good. It's been real good. Yes. So Thanks yeah. for all your research you did. Yeah, Appreciate you bet. That. One thing I love about this is is we we if we don't entertain anybody we entertain ourselves yes, in, absolutely in these shows and and uh, absolutely so I look forward to every single time we record we so, could get uh, we could me too get zero downloads and still we had a good time so it's yeah, all absolutely. all good all good so. but we hope as listeners you enjoy this with us so yes yeah. yes <laughs> hope, hope you learned some stuff you learned some new things about twins anyway so we threw yeah. out yeah. yes a lot of stuff yeah. out there about that. I mean I thought I knew everything I needed to know about Noel but. Gosh, it, now, now he's like walking in Wikipedia about the movie Twins. So. And, Han, I know. and Hans Gruber, too. Like, I, that's another <laughs> takeaway. Yeah. So, aren't you glad you listened, listeners? I mean, you it's took crazy. a got to learn, got to learn some new stuff tonight. Yes, so, yes. you are you know, all welcome. Yes, <laughs> you are all welcome. You know, one thing I was thinking about uh, as, as going through this movie episode is um, this little movie, uh, Rental Place in Noel's hometown. And they had this uh, movie uh, with uh, Cheech and Chong in it. Oh yeah! <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> have you heard that story? Uh, I have. I, I've, I've never have. This is a new yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wait. Was that yeah. was that right down from that insulin clinic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. And uh, anyway, so you can tell like a lot of people rented that movie because the cover was really worn out on it. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. We, I thought we already wrapped this episode, didn't we? <laughs> We're bringing it back in. No. <laughs> Very good. Oh, man. So good stuff. So I guess the next one will team me up for the 1988 music episode. Yes. Lots. I can't wait. This yes. is so much good stuff in this, y'all. It's going to be so great. Yeah. Love I mean, so if there's if there's a topic that's a perfect fit for Keith, that is definitely music. Absolutely. Oh, it is. 80s music, man. I'm just telling you this. This is it's so fun to see this because you can definitely, you know, the one here's one thing I'm going to call out the way back time machine for is she's doing decades, but she's doing a year in the decades that's kind of starting to transition into the next decade. And mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing that in the music is like there's some definite 80s power pack things, but you're also going to kind of start seeing some evolution into 90s music sounds. So kind of cool. I'm excited. We're going to have a little grunge. Starting yeah, up. little yeah. little bit of grunge starting up. Some of those bands starting to be created, and uh, and just some of the sounds kind of making that transition into something away from the hair band type of thing. So looking yeah. forward to this. It's gonna yeah. be fun. So, Very but good. then we also Very got good. some grinders in there, so you can't go wrong. You'll love it. There you go. So I'll I'll give you one. Tee it up. I'm just gonna say, pour some sugar on me. I'm gonna lead it with oh, that. Okay. Nice. If that can give you where to start in the 1980s, here we in 1988. There you go. So it's a good. That's anyway. a good one to start with. Really good. Yes, yes sir. And it, and it gets better. So looking forward to it, y'all. Cool. So we'll let y'all finish this off. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to 1988 
movie. Steve, thanks for uh, leading the uh, the effort there. Uh, yes, and, sir. Uh, you bet. Lots of laughs. Hope everybody learned something from it. Hope you're laughing as much as we did, because we certainly did, uh, we did, did our fair share of laughing. So looking forward to the next episode. It'll be about 1988 music. Keith is going to be leading the way on that one. So uh, looking forward to it, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Have a great sure. week. We'll talk to you way back again soon. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>